The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning, Tommy Grisafi with Advanced Trading. We got an action-packed show. Producer Rick, Producer Joe, I hear a little echoing. I think I'm double logged in. Uh, hey, uh, Connor, you take over for a second. I'm going to pop out and pop right back in, buddy. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. As Tommy G figures out those uh, sound problems, we'll get them figured out soon. We got an action-packed day to kick things off. We've got Henry Kissinger passed away at 100 years old, right? The polarizing Secretary of State, Nobel Peace Prize winner. Either you loved him or you hated him back in the day. Died at the ripe old age of 100. And so uh, other news we got. Tommy G, we got you back on. You have one of me. Do you have two of me? or? I think you, you look great. You sound great. Do you feel great? I do. I think I was logged in. <laughs> one of the beauties of live TV is... Uh, you get to watch the airs. One more for the blooper reel. Where are we on the news cycle, sir? We got Henry Kissinger passing away. You can take over on the initial claims. Yeah. So Henry Kissinger, bad day to be 99 or 100. It's just not looking good for uh, folks on that level. Henry Kissinger, an absolute legend. About a year ago, Connor, I, I read a book called Limit Up. If you guys go out there on Amazon, Google it, the book Limit Up. And uh, we were counting on our fingers before the show. How many presents presidents ago, Henry Kessinger was Secretary of State under Ford and Nixon. And I always tease you about your age. I'm pretty confident you weren't uh, born yet, but we're, we're talking 70 presidents ago. But what's so important in, in Henry Kissinger was very, uh, why are we talking about Henry Kissinger on uh, ATI Pro Media? Henry Kissinger was one of the main components of the great Russian grain robbery. Read the book, right. Limit Up. You will be fascinated. Okay, let's get back into today. Initial claims. A few less people are working, or at least people are staying on employment just a little bit longer. And with that, these Fed cuts, these Fed, the Fed raising rates is starting to work. Now, the thing we're going to talk about, Connor, is will we truly be able to have a soft landing? That's that's the that's the weird area where uh, when we talk about the financial markets and. We constantly have data that comes out at 7.30 in the morning, a little 8.30, 9 o'clock numbers. What's it mean? How's the economy doing? Things feel good and robust. I'll tell you, we had a good group of people. Yesterday, we spoke for Wiffles Hybrids over there in Davenport, Iowa. And the Iowa farmer is extremely optimistic. They're bullish agriculture. They are not happy on how these corns sold off into uh, December expiration. But we do have some good news to report about December corn today. Back to you, my friend. Yes, sir. Uh, first thing we got, CME lowers margins 10%, right? D's 23 falls off the board. That margin requirement lowers 10%. Big uh, reduction. Other thing, just banging them out. Flash sale to China, 4.9 million bushels of soybeans. Uh, good to see. We'll keep looking at exports as we go forward. And then the other thing, 
Tommy, we got Dece 23. First notice day is today. Dece 23 options expired Friday. That's off the board. We had an ugly Friday, Monday, not a great week. We got March corn up seven, I believe. Uh, so it feels like a nice rally, right? Dece 23 off the board. Do we get that huge, uh, the you know, the largest open interest getting that contract out of the way? Now, do you think we kind of found a bottom? Do we have a little bit chance to rebound here? I. I can tell you from the phone calls I received yesterday that even a farmer who loves a forward sale, if your bushels were better than expected, which many people had in parts of the country, there's people who just didn't have enough room for to store their corn. So they brought it to town. They were hoping for a rally. Not only did they not get a rally, they had the exact opposite of that, where that D-smart spread really widened. And when you look at these D's, we're at a wide level. Think about what happened back when we had uh, November go off. Remember November, how much we traded down? Absolutely. And you, know, you and I both, we talked to clients all day yesterday and the day before asking them to please repurchase a March uh, call option. It's not too late. I mean, if you were buying the 480s yesterday, you could buy a 490 today. Nothing, uh, the first seven cents doesn't mean you missed a big rally. But we do have to talk about this. What would a big rally look like? Would a big rally look like 70 cents? The options market, Connor, doesn't really foresee a set. If, if we have a 70 cent rally coming in corn and China's going to, they say, the rumor mill, possibly buy a bunch of corn and we are competitive. I just uh, spoke with Dr. Larry and he said, we're competitive. We're competitive to, yep. to uh, Japan, to China, right out of the PNW. We can get a lot. And North Dakota has a lot of corn. So that's interesting for the folks up north. Watch, we'll watch that rail market. We'll watch those bids come out of the PNW. But what are you telling clients? Like, yeah, sure, corn could rally. I mean, it's not hard to say, right? Uh, a few, uh, five weeks ago, we were at 510. Now we're at 450. Can corn rally? Yeah. Absolutely. But what's a rally look like? So keep modest expectations of uh, what a move looks like. Question for you, Tommy. You were up in Davenport with those Wiffles guys. We've got, you know, we're off record income years. Farmers are you know, pretty financially healthy right now. We finally, something we haven't seen, right? That D-Smarch carry, 20 cents. That's a record. We're not, we're used to an inverted market. Our guys, you know, if we haven't priced corn, my question is, are we going to uh, take in that carry? Are we going to sit on grain? Are guys going to sit on it and wait for it and maybe cash flow with soybeans with higher prices? It kind of leads into my slide there. But what were guys saying out there? You know, I got, we went a little different direction. I, you know, I love talking about interest rates. We talked about interest rates a lot. And then I got the crowd going. I asked the crowd, why do we not have a farm bill? Why are we sending money to every country in the world, yet our elected officials cannot get together to get a United States farm bill? That got the crowd going. And uh, <laughs> it was kind of like in Blues Brothers, you know, they were throwing the bottles at stage. No, actually, they weren't mad at me. They should be mad at their elected <laughs> officials. And we did talk about that. I had asked, you know, let's not market grain. Here's what my speech was, if you're asking. My speech was, let's pretend we're awesome. Let's pretend we're the best farmer in the world. If we're in Scott County in Iowa and land is traded at $18,000 per acre, let's pretend we're awesome. In 2024, if you'd like to make 50 cents more a bushel, then sell 2024. I said, let's not market grain like we're a Cubs fan. And we're always talking about next year. And then we win the World Series twice every 100 years. Let's get back to the basics and get back to winning. And then we got them all revved up on politics are, and then we left the show. You're getting me revved up. I love these analogies. I love, I love uh, hating on the Cubs. Um, 
But let's kick it over. Looking at soybeans, right? Corn, soybeans. Here's an interesting thing we're seeing this year is we've got corn supplies jumping up significantly, bean supply reduction. So nice chart by Reuters here that we can see is you can see 2024, we got corn year on year increase at 10%, soybeans negative 5% decrease. As you can see, we only have certain years where we see something like that. And so I saw that and that was supposed to be the focus, but you know what really jumped out at me? Look at 1314 over there in the corner, right? We have a uh, corn up 20, 22%, soybeans grew 10%, right? What did we have the year before 2012, right? Looking at that thing. So makes it interesting. And then I start thinking right now we got corn soybean ratio for 24 at what a little over two five. I think two five two is what Brady told me before we started. And so when we look at that, then my start my mind starts running at acreage intentions for next year, right? Are guys looking at planting soybeans with these prices? Now, uh, when we're talking a year in advance, right? This time last year, we would have said, well, we got the most expensive corn crop going on the ground. Guys are going to plant soybeans. We would have been dead wrong. The U.S. farmer planted 94 million acres at a record. So, but it gets you thinking, right? Are we going to see a shift? And where are we going to see, right? Hopefully we got a nice little rally in corn going that we can see corn gain some traction on soybeans. But right now, the math pencils to soybeans, Tommy. Yeah. Also kind of going back to the crowd at Wiffles last night in Davenport, they asked, why didn't you talk about soybeans? And as you know, Wiffles only produces uh, the best corn hybrids in the world. So no, your I didn't touch on soybeans, but uh, they wanted me to. And the question is, should we plant more soybeans next year? And I said, what could you have a record crop of? Do you think you could have another uh, great corn yield or bean yield? And the American farmer always, not always, most of the time suggests that if we were to have a surprise year, it comes in the corn. The American farmer loves growing corn. With Absolutely. that, Connor, how do people get a hold of us? I understand now we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we have uh, all that good stuff, right? Spotify, Apple, we're live on YouTube every day at nine. Feel free to give us a call if you got any questions. Drop a comment sometimes. I love, hopefully tomorrow we can get a yeah, few. Yeah, no uh, comments in there in the, in the uh, comment. We might have to start yeah. giving away prizes, huh? How about tomorrow? <laughs> we give away American flag. If you love America, we don't have Canadian flags here. I, no offense to Canada, but we'll <laughs> give away a beautiful American flag. Drop a comment. And with that, I think Gina G is going to wrap up the show. Before yep. we go, though, uh, keep an eye on those cattle again. Cattle down 200, feeders down 300, corn, beans, wheat, up. crude oil, OPEC meeting, big day. Great show. Hey, like Brady Huck does. Brady tells himself, great show before it ends. I love it. All right, let's have Gina G close it up. Thanks, everyone. See you at See night you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time. <laughs>